Welcome to Affiliate Buzz, the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. James and Arlene Martell are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 446 of the Affiliate Buzz where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you happen to be joining us here live today on cranberry.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you're joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you is as well. And yes, I am here with Arlene, and today we are going to be talking about outsourcing essentials for affiliates. The Secrets to Hiring a Virtual Assistant on a Shoestring Budget. And it's an awesome topic. Looking forward to digging in. We're also going to talk about uh, what to say when posting the job for the VA so that you get the absolute right person. Uh, What to look for in general when hiring a freelancer so you get the best quality work. What uh, What to expect to pay for each job so you don't pay too much. What to take into consideration when awarding the job so that you're safe and you get exactly what you want. What to do to keep the job on track so you get what you want when you wanted it. What to do to wrap up the job properly so that everyone leaves happily. And then how to surround yourself with a virtual team to support yourself in your affiliate marketing efforts. And a ton more, including my thoughts and advice on hiring yourself a VA, a personal virtual assistant for yourself. Uh, Now, before we do that, let me welcome Arlene in. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, James. Thank you. So what have you, uh, what has your day looked like so far? Um, Well, today, I actually had a great morning. I, my very first thing this morning when I I had a call with my writer, just because we had a new project that we're working on and and sometimes putting it in an email just takes too much time. Just get on the phone, we just get on Skype together and just get it, get it nailed down. So I had a great call with him, keep him going. And then I had, I had to pick up Colton, who's four months <laughs> old now. And then I had to pick up Hannah from preschool. Shelby was busy this morning and Colton slept the whole hour and a half that I had him pretty much. Nice, nice. And then we yeah, picked up Hannah from preschool and we had to stop at Tim Horton's drive through to, to buy grandpa coffee. Of and course. Which I have here now. Hannah, Hannah had to have her Timbits. <laughs> Hannah had her Timbits. <laughs> so then we came home and we have this great little new room set up in the house. We've been shuffling offices and doing things around here. And I have a, a brand new bedroom for the girls with all their stuff set up with a little, got an antique desk in there that's kid size. It's so cool. The lid lifts up and it's got their markers and their coloring books and everything inside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she was set up and then she has her little easel or she with a, with a whiteboard on there and she has her little markers and she draws me pictures and she puts some stickers on me and yeah. So then they, then she had to go home. So, so what time did you actually, after, I know you had a quick call this morning. Other than that, what time did you finally sit down to your desk to, uh, to get to work today? Uh, about 11. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, about 11. That was fine because yesterday I like, there's certain days that I, you know, I, like yesterday, I was knuckled down. I was at my desk actually like really early and I worked kind of late yesterday. I had a really full day yesterday and did a little bit of work in the evening too. So 
I, you know, I kind of schedule myself. So I know if, if I, if I, if I need the morning off, I'll try and do a little bit the night before. So, and would you say the secret though, because you, I do know you take a ton of time off and I'd actually argue with you about the 11 AM. Cause I don't think you quite got really rolling until what time did Hannah leave here today. Mm-hmm. 1130. No. Yeah. She left 1130. No. Oh, I guess it was 12. It's <laughs> <laughs> so later than that. It was 1230 when she, she finally to, rolled out of here. Yeah. She was trying to beg her mother to stay. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. So would you would you say so this free time? What would you would you say outsourcing your projects uh, has a yeah. big deal to do with you know having a, a really good lifestyle as well? Oh, there's no question about it. Absolutely no question about it. If I had to do this work myself, that would be crazy. I'd be yeah. so busy, I wouldn't even know. I, I wouldn't even have time yeah. for anything. I'd have to have you put down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, my so, outsourcers are my lifeline. Yes, absolutely. Me too. So, of course, as the host of the Affiliate Buzz and instructor for the Affiliate Marketers Bootcamp, uh, of course, uh, I've had the chance to work with and talk with and interview a ton of successful affiliate marketers, just literally probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And I will say one of the common denominators that I've learned from them, and I learned this the hard way myself too very early on, is that this is way more work than they ever expected to get a really successful affiliate marketing business rolling. And one of the things I hear them say quite often is, I really wish I would have hired some help much, much earlier on uh, because I would have been way further ahead than I am today. And I also suspect this is probably the primary reason for those affiliates who do not get the success they desire. They start with great intentions, as we've seen Arlene, many, but underestimate the workload and the skills required. They get overloaded, they get overwhelmed, and then eventually they fade away and just kind of disappear and quit. You know, I think that most people come from the mentality that they have to know it all and do it all themselves. No one can do it as, as good as them. That's absolutely true. And I want to talk about that in a little bit uh, in more depth. And to our listeners, for those of you who may be in that boat, I don't want this to happen to you. Arlene and I do not want this to happen to you. So I thought it would be a good opportunity for us today, Arlene, to talk about outsourcing and to basically go through uh, – not only some of the advantages of it, but some of the real nuts and bolts. As I said at the top of the show, we're going to talk about how to post a job, how to hire a freelancer, what to pay, how to award the job properly, how to keep the job on track, how to wrap up the job, and how to build yourself a little virtual team of low-cost, on-demand freelancers who can support you in your efforts to build a successful business and a lifestyle that you're not buried in. Because there's no point in building an affiliate marketing business and just getting yourself another job per se, only with all of the extra work that a business, you know, contains. Yeah. So the idea here is to, is to, is to build a business that works so you don't have to. And the only way to do that is to get some help involved. And we're going to talk about it. I talked about doing this on a shoestring budget to begin, but of course you can grow that once the revenue starts and off it goes. So Arlene, now this morning now, I know when you did sit down in your computer in your morning, like 1230 this afternoon, uh, <laughs> you, you get messages in the morning. Give, give me an example of, of what 
you what was accomplished for you overnight? Do you have a, do you have a, did anything get done for you last night? Yeah, for sure. I um <clears throat> I got a message from my VA this morning. Um and she's fantastic and she just gives me she knows exactly where what needs to get done. She knows the deadlines and then she just gives me a report of what gets completed overnight. And so there was actually quite a few things that got done uh recently. So I had a checklist for a health course that got done, a couple of checklists that I've been waiting for, um, a workbook summary that was done. And I had a feature article, which was a 1500 word feature article that got completed. And, um, she's, she read it over, made sure it was all correct, added it to the site. And she also uploaded that same article to Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And confirmed that it went out to all the email subscribers. So there's just a lot of little things that she could take care of for me that I didn't have to worry about. And then I also had a new bio written. And that's now live on the website. So again, she was just, um, she just, I just, you know, she knows what needs to be done. And she just gets me a report. And when I wake up, it's all done. It's like, wow, that's fantastic. All that work's done. Couple of the things I need to oversee again and just go and check out and make sure that they're right. But um but she's very capable. Yes. Yes. And very similar to me where I got a ton of stuff on the go and I get up the next day and it's like I actually love going into Basecamp. We use Basecamp as our project management system, as as listeners would know, and then we use it to organize everything. And I go in there and, and there's a little link at the very top called progress. I could just click on progress and I can see all the work that was done uh, actually in real time as it's completed. It just spills in by day. So everything's there. Who did it? What was done? To-dos are all checked off. Discussions are underway. All the stuff that's happening. So amazing. And it's so nice to get up in the morning and just see the work that's uh, been done. So outsourcing, of course. Now, let's let's talk a little bit about the history of outsourcing for us because we've been at this a while. And I do remember um, with my story and uh, your story, Arlene, back in 2004, I was, and you were there with me, I was doing a talk at Commission Junction University in beautiful uh, Santa Barbara. Do you love Santa Barbara? Love Santa Barbara. Yeah, we've been there seven or eight times. Gorgeous place, say at the Fest Parker Doubletree, beautiful palm trees, beaches, the pier, State Street. The hotel itself, the concierge is amazing. He remembers our name every time we see him. I don't know how he does it. He must deal with thousands of people in a year. And every year, yeah. James and Arlene, welcome back. You want some cookies? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so at the time, though, if you, re- if you remember way back, I had to think about this this morning. We were running, we didn't, we didn't know about Elance or outsourcing online or any of that. It was kind of new, and we didn't even know about it. And I was doing a talk there on how we would run local newspaper ads to find and hire writers, and you actually did most of that. And mm-hmm. you would talk to them on the phone, and then they would come by the house, and we would hire basically moms who were home during the day to write for us. Yeah. And I'm I'm talking about this at Elance uh, doing the conference, and it's an hour talk. And and at the end of the talk, one of our the students of the affiliate marketers handbook comes up to me. He goes, "I just use Elance," and I go, "What's Elance?" And he explained it to me. And I remember getting home. I remember signing up for a free account, and I remember starting a project or posting a project, and then the pricing started to come in. And it's like, whoa, this is way less money than we're paying locally. 
And at the time, we'd grown the business where we had a little office. We, we started out with the, with the newspaper ads, but then we moved into a little office in, in uh, our hometown here. And we'd hired some staff, and we were, had them on the payroll, and we are doing all the government remittances and the workers' compensation and everything you got to do when you're hiring local locals in your community. And then I realized with Elance, not only were we going to save 60 to 70% of what we were paying locally – that uh, with the online world, we had way more selection of who we could hire, and we could hire them on demand when we needed them. We were getting a higher quality of work, and literally within 45 to 60 days, I can't quite remember, we closed the office, and we fully embraced Elance, never looked back, and today I estimate we've outsourced, I say over 1,500 jobs, but it's probably quite a bit more over, over that now. And it's, it's had a profound impact on our business. And it's given us the ability to build a really nice business that in many ways works for itself where others are doing the work. And we combine that with, uh, with uh, Basecamp to manage the projects, which we've talked about numerous times on the Affiliate Buzz. I think we dedicated a couple shows just to Basecamp because it's so amazing. Every affiliate uh, should use it. And then, uh, and then of course, recently, Elance has become Upwork. Now it's Upwork.com, and we've we've moved everything into there. But on a scale of 1 to 10, Arlene, how do you like outsourcing? It's a 10 for sure. It's more than a 10. Sure is. In my case, I agree as well. So let's do this. I could see we are coming up against the break. After the break, I want to dig into this. I really want to dig in and talk about outsourcing because it can change a business owner's life. So can Basecamp for that matter. I remember I I talked with Matt Ferrari uh, over at Smarter Chaos, and I introduced him to Basecamp a few years ago, maybe a couple years ago now. And he runs five companies on it. doesn't know how he could ever live without it now because it's so amazing. And so whether you're a brand new affiliate all by yourself looking to hire a virtual team or your major corporations use Basecamp as well. So check that out. But uh, we'll kind of touch upon that lately as we talk about outsourcing today. So let's do this, though. We're, of course, we're talking about outsourcing essentials for affiliates, the secrets to hiring a virtual assistant, and a ton more on a shoestring budget. And when we return, we're going to talk about why some affiliates are resistant to outsourcing. We'll talk about what to outsource, how to get started, and a whole bunch more. We'll do that right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean, converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Where affiliate marketing gets its buzz and mobile has its presence. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I am here with Arlene. We're talking about outsourcing essentials for affiliate marketers. The secrets to hiring a virtual assistant on a shoestring budget. Arlene, let's talk about why some are so resistant to outsourcing. And I'm going to have some fun with you on this one, I can tell you. Because <laughs> I was one of them? <laughs> yeah, you sure were. Oh, Big time. Oh, gosh. Uh, so let me just let me just say this now, because I've been teaching this for a while, and we're gonna. And by the way, we're going to do. We're thinking about doing a course on outsourcing coming up because I don't think there's anything more somebody working online can learn that's more powerful than being able to find people who can do anything that you're that you can conjure up in your mind that you want to do without having to figure out how to do it yourself. And one of the things, one of the big mistakes, I see affiliate marketers make is they think they need to learn how to write, become a graphic designer, become a techie, become an audio editor, become all of these different things before actually jumping in and, and, you know, really hiring somebody to help them with it because they think they need to do all the work themselves. And I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, and I was trying to give them the analogy, and it kind of dawned on me. If you're going to build yourself a house, and I can talk from authority on this because I'm a journeyman carpenter, and I built many houses, and I've been in the tra- I was in the trades for a long time, and I ended up becoming a general contractor over time, so I ended up hiring various trades. So when you go in to build a house – this would be the same thing as becoming an affiliate wanting to build a business around affiliate marketing space. If you're going to go in to build a house and you think, well, before I can hire a carpenter, electrician to do the plumbing, a uh, carpet layer, cabinet maker, roofer, cider, insulator, I mean, somebody to build, just go down the list. There's about 20 different disciplines, maybe sometimes 30, depending on the house, that you need to know in order to build the house properly and the code, you're of course never going to do that because the house would never get built. So same in the affiliate marketing realm, I find too many times affiliates say, Hey, I got to learn how to do this before I can hire somebody. Cause I'm going to, you know, I just, I just have to, I don't, I don't know why, even know why they think that, but we want, I want to help you not think like that. And I've heard over the years, many students say to me, as a reason as to why they're resistant was, well, I don't know how or where to outsource, or I don't know what to say. What do, how do I, you know, I just don't know how to do it. Or I, I don't want to waste money. Or or they have a fear of looking foolish, not knowing how to talk. This kind of goes back to the, the sub-trade analogy, going back to uh, to them, not knowing what to say. And I remember this when I became a general contractor, and all of a sudden I have to talk to 
a somebody who's a, a HVAC heating, ventilation, and air conditioning specialist, and I don't really have a clue what um, what they do, but I know they know, and I know they got a blueprint in front of them, and they got to stick to code. I'm just there to support them in getting it done, or they'll say something like. Like I've been talking about, I need to learn how to do this first. Like it's almost a syndrome. It's like I, I can't do it until I learn how to do it first. It's just like it's so ingrained. Or here we go. Now coming over to you, they have a really hard time of letting go and letting someone else take care of it for them. Sound familiar? Yep. <laughs> or I'm back was, to you again. Sure. This was you. It's just faster if I do it myself. Mm-hmm. Or then there's the, then there's the Brook syndrome. And you could you could probably quote her on this because this happened to me a few times. I'll say, Brooke, a little granddaughter, can I help you tie your shoes? Or, or actually, no, I'll just go down to help her tie her shoes. And what will she say to me? I can do it myself. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> what you're doing here. That's exactly what she says. No, I can do it myself. So there's a lot of reasons f- for being resistant, but I'm going to help you today. I want to talk about this because it's so good to get through these, this little bit of resistance because the world can open up to you online and so can your time because you can. it's way quicker to post a project, get somebody else involved to do the work, and you just kind of manage it and oversee it. And you can do what you do. As, as, as my, my saying goes, is basically do what you do best outsource the rest. That's right. So let's let's talk about the mindset. Let's talk about how to get started because we, we I think everybody would agree it'd be great to have a virtual team of low cost professionals to help you do the work. But how do we get started? So I'm gonna just throw toss this over to you. What do you think people should how where where should they be thinking? What mindset mindset should they have? Well, definitely that, that other people can have the skills that they don't have and are just as capable of doing it, if not more, than, than you are. Yeah. One of the things I would say, too, is is making the decision that, hey, I'm going to have other people take care of as much of this work as possible. And if I'm in the habit of thinking that I got to do all the work myself, I'm going to work yeah. on breaking that habit. Because it is a habit. You have to say, okay. It is a habit. It's totally happy. It's like my 15 minute. I've got a 15 minute rule. And basically the 15 minute rule is this. If I'm working on something and in 15 minutes I can't get it done because it's too much work or I don't have the skill set to do it. Maybe I'm working on a technical issue that, hey, if I can fix it in 10 minutes, I'll fix it because it's going to take me 10, 15 minutes to post a project at Elon. So if I can, if I can do the work, get it done myself, then I can avoid that. But if I can't get it done or it's something I don't know how to do and that I'm not proficient in, or it's something that as, for example, let's say it was a graphic, let's say I need some graphics done. I'm not going to spend any time on that personally, other than organizing what I want, because I'm not a graphic designer and I hate homemade looking graphics and I can make the best homemade looking graphics of anybody but they still look like they're homemade graphics. So right. making the decision, I remember I remember actually physically, mentally making the decision on a whole bunch of things that I'm not going to learn how to do because I just don't have the time. And I don't, I know if I, if I learn how to become a graphic designer, guess what I'm going to be doing? Graphic design. Yeah. And I'm going to earn what graphic designers earn. I want to earn what business owners earn. 
So what 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 else would you say? So let's say instead of instead of learning how let's say, let's say you're going to uh, write some write an article that's very SEO friendly, and you're going to sit down and you're going to learn how. And let's say you're not a writer, you're going to learn how to become a great writer. How long would that How long would that take, Arlene? I don't even, I don't even know. It would never happen. I, yeah, I know my skills as a writer are not good, and. You, you spend so much time trying to, to get it right, and you still can't make it sound great like a professional writer can. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So then back to the 15-minute rule. Let me, let me just share a little story. And I can't recall, I'm sorry, I can't recall the student's name. We were doing a course online in the conference room. And prior to that, though, the day before, we'd received the message in the private chat uh, group on Facebook. And he was having a problem, a technical problem with his website. And he'd been working on it all morning. Yeah. And then he popped into the Facebook group. And then he worked on it all afternoon. And then I think it might have even been the next day. Or, or at the very earliest, it was that evening. We did a live Q&A and, conference or, and coaching session in the conference room. And he came in there. And he's still talking about this problem. And I'm like, have you tried outsourcing this? He's like, no. I said, okay, Let's let's talk about the 15-minute rule where I taught him about that. You work on this for 15 minutes. If it's a little technical problem that you can't fix, I, I guarantee you somebody can fix it real quick who does that for a living. So go ahead and stop working on the project. Go ahead, post a project at, at Elance at the time, and then explain to them what the problem is, and then find somebody that's got a good rating in there, award the project to them, and then see what they can do. He messaged me the next day. The project had been completed. The problem was solved. Everything was good again. And he paid. I asked him, how much did you pay? He says yeah. $12. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's The like, amount of time he spent just trying to figure it out was, was just ridiculous. This is where we got to, this is where we have to understand what we're worth. Because if he spent, he, I bet you he spent at least eight or 10 hours on it. Let's say he spent 12 hours to solve a problem that he paid, he, he was he was essentially earning a dollar an hour and he still didn't solve it and had to hire somebody. So let's work on the stuff we want to work on that we're good at and let's outsource uh, outsource the rest of it. So let, let's, let's talk, let me throw this over to you. What jobs do you think, Arlene, a affiliate marketer, an affiliate marketer should outsource? Definitely any writing that they need done for their website. Yeah. Any any graphics that they need done for because everyone goes social now. They, they need Facebook graphics, Twitter graphics. Yeah, graphics um, for the website, all kinds yeah. of graphics. Yeah. Um, even the like any blogs they need written because they can schedule those, yeah. and then there's constant reliable content coming into their website. They don't even have to think about it. Yep. And then what else? Um, so if you're going, don't, I was going to say, if you're going to do any audio, you yeah, could hire audio yourself. or video. Yeah. Voice talent. Yeah. Voice talent to maybe do some professional voicing for you. Yeah. And then without a doubt, if, if you're at that point, get yourself a VA to Absolutely. oversee everything. You bet. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in detail in a bit. I would also say technical 
Anything technical. Oh, Outsource it. Technical. You oh. can hire people that'll do it for you for ten bucks, twelve bucks, like Erdy did. Uh, that wasn't Erdy. Erdy's. I can't remember his name. But anything pretty much that you don't want to do, and even if you do want to do it, if you can hire somebody for eight dollars an hour to do the work, why would you do it yourself? Exactly. So let's shift into. Let's say okay. We've and not just about- that. It's just the peace of mind of having it all done without the frustration of trying to do it yourself. Your business is going to run so much smoother and with less frustration. Oh, and you move so much quicker too. You get to profitability way faster. And I think that's where we're all here. And we don't want to be burying ourselves in work again, as we talked about earlier. So we talked about why some are so resistant to outsourcing. We talked a little bit about how to get started. We shared the 15-minute rule. We talked about what jobs an affiliate marketer should outsource. So let's talk about now. And this is where you've gotten good at this. What do I say? Let's say I want to get something done. Let's say I want to get some graphics created. Uh, So what do I say? And this is a big question I get a lot. What do I say when posting a job? Right. How do I explain it? Yeah. So we kind of have a system now that we use. Um, It's almost almost like a format. It is. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. And it's, and it's keeping it really simple. You don't need to go into a lot of detail because the more detail you go into up front, you're just looking for the bids. And then you go into detail after once you've decided on that person. But just keep it really simple so that they just get them to understand what you need to have done so they can put a bid in on it. You bet. You bet. So I always break it into two. I post what we call the job description, which is the 30,000 foot overview that gives them enough detail that they can actually bid on the project. And then once I award, uh, I award the project, I, then I provide them with what I call the work order, which gives them all of the, the detail that they need to actually complete the work. Yeah. So now when posting the job, and you're right, it's, it's important not to get too in-depth up front because if it looks, if you make it sound like a really complicated project, of course, what's going to happen to the price? It's going to go way up. And it does. And so the first thing, so let's say you're going to post a job. Let's say, let me pick something random. Let's say you're going to have some graphics created for the social media. You mentioned that Facebook, Twitter, Google plus LinkedIn, YouTube. Maybe you need a couple thumbnails done. So you have a nice, beautiful headshot of yourself for the social media. Let's say you also want some thumbnails that include your logo so you can display your brand. And let's say also maybe you're doing a podcast and you need some podcasting out the um, yeah, artwork for it. So I, w- I would just, let me kind of wing this here. I would just say, and I would just type this out. Hi, it's James Wartell here. Thank you for bidding on my project. This is what we post in the job description at Upwork. Uh, I'm looking to have nine to 10 graphics created that include the show artwork for a podcast two thumbnail images in various sizes and the social media cover art for Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google plus, and YouTube. Right. I like the look and feel of the images to match the look and feel of my website, which you can see here, give them a link to the website. I'd like all of the images to be the same overall to keep it simple and cost effective. This is kind of me letting them know, Hey, keep an eye on your pen here, your pencil, keep sharpen it up. I may be going to say, I'd like you to create the look and feel for one of the graphics. 
so I can have a look at it. And once I sign off on the, on the, on the look and feel of the graphic, then you can use that design to create all of the other images. And once you're done, I'd like the raw data files, uh, which is the .psd files, which is the .psd is um, Photoshop document. So we want the raw image files when they're done. So if we need to do changes in the future, we've got the raw files. We don't have to rebuild the images from scratch. And then I look forward to seeing your bid. Thanks, James Martell. And that's it. Post the project. Put a good little subject line at the top. You know, maybe thumbnail slash social media cover art slash podcast artwork and then submit it. And then the bids will start to come in. And I'm in actually Upwork right now. And I'm, I actually posted two projects yesterday to have a couple of websites built. And on one of them, I've had 27 bids. On the other one, I've had 101 bids. So there's no shortage of good people out there to hire to get the work done. But we want to make sure we describe clearly up front what we're looking for. Because if we don't, uh, we're not going to find the right person. We're, and more importantly, we're not going to get back what we were hoping for. Right. So let's do this. I can see we're up against the break. When we return, let's then talk about uh, what to look for when hiring the freelancer, how to budget the job, and then what to take into consideration when awarding the job. And then we'll talk a little bit more in detail about hiring yourself a virtual assistant. We'll do that and more right after the break. Affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Jamming and spamming. Cashing in the clicks. SEO is always in session. Only on Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. 
Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, I'm here with Arlene. We're talking about hiring a virtual team, uh, including a freelance uh, freelance uh, virtual assistant to uh, assist you in the development of your business. Now, Arlene, let's talk about uh, what to look for when hiring a freelancer. What do you look for? One of the first things we do is look at the, well, how long they've been a freelancer with Upwork. So it actually gives you um, like a rating for them and or let you know if they're brand new. Yes. So I rarely, sometimes I do hire a brand new person if I really think they're qualified, but I usually will look for the person that has been around for a while and has a good star rating. Yep. And then I look for their response that comes back. Is it like a canned response? Yes, I'd like to take on this job for you. Or do they actually go into some detail and really write a personal letter back? Yes. Shows me how interested they are in the project. You bet. Of course, we look at the bid. We don't always go with the lowest bid um, because there's, they really range, which is crazy. Yeah, they range all over the map. Yeah, so we look, you know, we kind of know what our budget is, and we look for someone within that range. I and look at their, I look at their feedback as well because you can go through and see how they've done on other jobs. I look at, yeah, um, you know, I, I want to know what other people have been saying about them. Right. You can go through their portfolio and see the work that they've done to get a get a really good idea and then of course you can also open a dialogue with them so if you have some questions you I know you do this you pop them a quick message using the upwork system yep yeah and sometimes i have a call with them yep just have a quick skype call with them and then you know i'll know if they're the right person or not yeah and, they, and it's, they just, it's so rare that we hire someone and then have to cancel the cancel the project or hire, hire someone else it's happened to me probably once like i just yeah. it just never happens yeah. it's so yeah. rare it is rare and if you take the time to go through their feedback you look at their ratings you look at their reviews you see how many jobs they've done how many hours they've worked you go through their portfolio you fire them off a question or two you can get a pretty good idea yeah. who they are so now budgets for the jobs and you know, a graphics package for a website. Let me just give you some general ideas. You know, we're talking the websites, maybe the header, a few graphics for the site, the thumbnails we talked about earlier, all the, the social media graphics that you need if you want to hook everything together and have the branding carry out through everywhere. Uh, you're looking at about 100 to 150 bucks for a beautiful, professionally designed package of graphics, all in, done, ready to go on the site. Uh, written content, typically 150 to say $300, depending on the size of the website to, to launch a great site. And then of course there's the tech work that needs to be done to kind of piece it all together. And you might want to hire them by the hour. You can hire them by the fixed price, which I generally do 98% of the time. But once in a while, if it's just a little thing or I have a little project that I'm not quite sure how much it's going to cost, uh, you know, they can come in and they bid by the hour as well, by the hourly rate. So, I'll, you know, I'll go like six bucks, eight bucks an hour. You can't, and you can limit the number of hours so you don't have to give it an open-ended forever. It's like I'm, I'm six hours, maximum 10 hours this week. And that works out really well. Yeah. So then, so then let's talk about what to take into consideration when awarding the project. So we looked at the feedback, we looked at the ratings, we looked at the portfolio, we've gone through that, we've decided, okay, this is the one we're going to hire. 
Now we need to go in and award the project. And this is pretty quick. We, we set up a few milestones. Upwork gives you the ability to, to set up some milestones. We say, okay, there's going to be, let's say it's a graphics job. There's going to be, I'm going to give you $10. And this is really important. I'm going to give you $10 up front upon acceptance of the project. Yeah. And I could get in, I could spend an hour on this because it just frosts me. But yeah. you cannot leave feedback on a service provider that you haven't paid any money to. So I always have the first milestone, 10 bucks. That that basically activates the feedback mechanism. So now I can leave feedback. So if they vanish on me, mm-hmm. I can leave negative feedback. If I don't pay that, I can't leave it. So right. first, first one, 10 bucks. Second one, let's say upon receipt of the first draft of the graphics, I'm going to pay 40% on receipt of the... Fully edited graphics. I'm gonna, you know, give another forty percent, and then on completion and receipt of the, the the raw data files, I'm gonna pay the balance. And you can break it and pay it as you go. You of course pay the money into escrow, so you're never at risk. You don't release the money until you're happy with the work. Uh, you give them the work order, which gives them the more of the details on what you're looking for. And then in our particular case, we give them uh, and invite them into Basecamp. So we ask them for their uh, their email address. Then once the project is wrapped up and you, you talk about this, um, because you, you, when you're wrapping up a job, you, you're, you do all of our editing. So anything that comes back that's written, Arlene does the editing and you double check all of their work. So talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm just a, a stickler for the spelling and the grammar, making sure that they have, you know, proper subheadlines. And, you know, we, we kind of lay it out, but there's always a little bit of editing to do. So I just, that's what I do is I love to, I actually love to go through that and make sure it's all right before it's, um, for you have one, you have one writer it. that you have one writer that forgets to add periods from time to time. It drives you nuts. Or, yeah. Or they're really inconsistent. They'll add periods to the end of their bullet points one time and they won't add periods the next time. Or yeah. they don't forget to capitalize their subheadlines or their spacing is just atrocious and just drives you nuts. <laughs> and this this is all part of getting to know your freelancers. And one of the yeah. things is, as you're hiring people, we have people that that have worked for us for months. Some of them have worked for us for a year. And I think the one Becky's probably worked for us for I don't know four or five years now. Well, more than five years. Okay. Yeah. So and, and so you, they get to know what you want. You get to know what they want. So that's why I say what we're looking to do is hire a virtual team. You can do some hit and run outsourcing where you get little projects done here and there, but it's way better to have somebody you can rely on. You yeah. need a graphic designer, you need a writer, maybe a tech, you need an editor, whatever you need. Look to get them so they're going to be working with uh, you long term. So now to wrap this up, early, let's talk about uh, what affiliate marketers need to know about hiring a virtual assistant so they can get this right the uh, the first time. So, right. of course... I hear people say to me, I've hired a bunch of VAs and, or somebody will say to me, James and Arlene, James, how do you and Arlene get so much done? So with this, so I've hired a bunch of VAs. So right off the bat, I know they're kind of a little bit off the right track. So to me, if you're going to hire a virtual assistant and this, this can really help you explode your business, 
If you hire a virtual assistant, just think of the, the, the name of the word. So if somebody hires a virtual assistant to me, what they're saying a lot of times, I hired a graphic designer, I hired a, uh, a writer, I hired an audio editor, I hired a producer, whatever you've hired, and they call every one of those a virtual assistant. That's actually not what a virtual assistant is. A virtual assistant is your assistant. Mm-hmm. And your assistant is going to help you. Your virtual assistant, your VA, should be, and this is key, they should be managing your writer. They should be managing your graphic designer. They should be managing your audio editor. And in many cases, your virtual assistant can be managing you and helping you get done what you need to get done. If you can kind of put them, see them as the boss, uh, and in your particular case, you're in, in, uh, forgive me for this. And you know, I love you to death, but in many ways, and a lot in the business, you kind of are my VA only you're not virtual. You're here yeah. and you're the one that manages my schedule. Right. Right. If I managed my schedule myself, what would happen? Oh my gosh. It'd be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be would... people calling and you'd be like, what do I have a call yeah. right now? That's right. Exactly right. So this is where virtual assistant can assist you with the development of your of your business. So if you have a virtual producer who is helping you develop or manage the ongoing promotion and marketing of a website, if you were to sit down and think about everything they, you want them to do, let them do the work, empower them to do the work. And you will be amazed when you post a project. First of all, you're gonna, you can find a, a really high quality virtual assistant for about six bucks an hour. And you will have literally 50 to 100 to choose from. And when you look at their credentials, they're experts in WordPress. They're experts in outsourcing. They're experts in in Basecamp. You just go down the list. It's like, check, 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 check. They're, they're going to know probably in a lot of cases way more than you know. I know I, I look at them. It's like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. But they do, they do, they do. And they're that's what they do for a living. They're virtual assistants. So think about that. Talk about um, getting your VA to coordinate the work with your writers to do as much as they can to try to free you up. Because if they'll do it for six bucks an hour or you do it, you're making six bucks an hour. So focus on the bigger picture, do the bigger things, and you'll move your business uh, much uh, much further ahead to uh, to get things going. So I, basically, I'd put the responsibility, let's say you're managing your website, I'd put the responsibility of managing the website into their hands and get them to make sure there's content flowing into the site three, four times a week and that the Facebook and Twitter and all your social media is not only being updated, but it's growing and you're, you're bringing in more followers and, and put it into their lap and let them make sure everything's running smoothly and then oversee it and then support them, help them. And, and I think you're going to find your, your brain will free up for one thing because you're not focused on all the menial little tasks. And then, uh, you'll find that this is where things can really shine and take off for you. Mm. What do you think? No question about it. So now we are going to do a podcasting course. It's probably going to be called exactly what this show was called, Outsourcing Essentials for Affiliates, uh, The Secrets to Hiring a Virtual Assistant on a Shoestring Budget. Don't have a date for it yet. Not even 100% 
confirmed I'm going to do it yet, but I'm seriously con- thinking about it. It is such a powerful thing to be able to offer. And quite frankly, I need to do one anyways because I need to put it into my members area. My existing outsourcing, of course, is uh, looks like Elance. And of course, Elance is now Upwork, so it's all, whole interface looks different. So it needs a refresh anyways. But one of the big things that we include in the course is all of the projects descriptions and work orders that we're talking about i kind of rattled off one today but you'd mentioned it these are basically so many of them yeah there is you can basically oh i need to hire a writer to write this article or i need to hire graphic designer to do this you know first example the social media packages you need to provide the graphic designer with all the various sizes of images that you need to get back from them because they don't know you need to direct them so we give you all that and a whole bunch more and it's going to be a very yeah, and how much they should be paying for the project too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we're going to walk through it. It'll probably be over five or six week period, one evening a week for 45 minutes to an hour. And we'll just pull back the curtains on outsourcing. We'll take you through our, our own outsourcing account. We'll see the kind of projects that we post, the work we get done. We'll talk about what happens to do when if it goes off the rails. And it doesn't do it often, as you said, but it does sometimes. And you need to know how to deal with that. And uh, there's some good ways to handle that. And again, you don't need to lose any money in the process if you do it properly. Uh, and a whole bunch more. So we'll cover off everything we talked about today at great length in, in much more detail, provide the documentation and all the goodies that go along with it. So if you're interested in learning what I think is the number one thing an affiliate marketer should learn, which is how to hire yourself a low-cost virtual team to produce the materials that you need to win and to succeed succeed as an affiliate, I'd highly recommend you considering uh, keeping an eye on your inbox for more details on the course. If you'd like to be uh, alerted when the details of this are done, just fire off an email to Arlene. Uh, what email would you like that to go to? Um, helpdesk at jamesmartel.com. Perfect. And then we'll just send you a, a quick message back when it's uh, all ready to roll. And again, it'll be very low cost, cost effective, of course. So it's not going to be one of these $2,000 courses by any means. But I think it's going to have such a profound impact on your business that if you're new or your business is not moving at the rate of speed uh, that you wish it was or you're not yet profitable and you're, you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and you're not quite sure what to do, I'll also help you in the course get focused on what you need to do in order to be making money in this wonderful industry that uh, we are all a part of. So I can see now we are almost out of time. Any final words, Arlene? Uh, no, just don't be afraid to, to you know, let go of some of this stuff because you'll move so much further ahead. You bet. Good advice. Great advice. So keep in mind that if there's anything here that we mentioned today that you missed, that we do take all of the show notes for you and include links to everything that we mentioned here. And you can find the show notes for this particular episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB446. I also invite you to come and hang out with us here every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on cranberry.fm for the affiliate buzz. It's always nice to uh, have a live uh, audience with us. And a final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the affiliate buzz by taking a minute right now and sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. Arlene, thanks again. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz.
opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited 